Hello and uh, welcome to the Glass and Recording Podcast. A lovely show lined up today. Um, yeah, me and Jem here uh, to chat to you about all our random stuff as usual. Um, we have uh, also uh, an interview uh, with Pat and Pusher and chatting to them about their gig on Friday night uh, down the King Arthur. So really, really excited about that one. Uh, and we had a nice chat about what they're up to with a band and uh, what's coming up for them. Uh, also, uh, new music from uh, Average Family, a level 9000, which is a new track by them. Uh, we've got uh, plenty of music from David Nine Lunas, um, also from UKID, bit of Crazy Legs, bit of Katie Brooks, and uh, we're going to kick the show off now uh, with some villains. And uh, this track is called The Skin.
Right, uh, that was uh, The Skin by Some Villains, and uh, I'm here with Jem. All right, Jem? Yeah, it's good to see you. we got Wi-Fi, we got connections, we got connectivity. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hope you've had a good week so far. Yeah, I know. Well, you moved, moved down to South Petherton, right? Yeah. It's miles from anywhere. Yeah. And you've got miles better broadband and uh, picture and sound and all that than you had in Glastonbury. I think it's a bit of the same, but, you know, with Glastonbury, you had a kind of an alternative view, an alternative universe there. Where we are here, it's just a little bit more in focus, but not the same way. There's still things that I miss from Glastonbury. I'll be back this weekend in Glastonbury for the Black History Month, which we're going to talk about later. Oh, great. Uh, did, did, did you um, have a great holiday or great time away? Uh, yeah, I got a cold, sneezing oh. away, and uh, only had the pistachio ice cream in the end. There was no coconut ice cream, if we could follow up the ice cream uh. series. Uh, but countryside was great, and the beer and wine was great, uh, but just read. I was reading books, reading, reading lots of books, so very relaxing. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, well, uh, to be fair, me and Karen have been led up all re- weekend with bad colds. Karen's been off work. Just gone back in today. Oh. Uh, we've been rotten. You know, it's going around. Did you take? Did you take a test? Yeah, we did our tests. I've, and I've been doing them every day. Yeah. Can I just so. say you're listening to Glass and Recording podcast with myself, Jem, and of course your yeah. host Ian, and also our pussycat meowing in the background, Oscar, <laughs> who is back home now and really pleased to be home because he's been terrorised by other dogs and people. And he's not happy with that. So if you hear any sound effects in the background, it's not Ian or myself meowing. Oh, good. So, so you 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 had a lovely holiday, but your your cat had a holiday from hell. <laughs> Yeah, I've already got the uh, letter that he should write to his nearby travel company. You promised me sunshine, cat biscuits. You promised me strokes, pat me on the back. And all I got was an evil dog that was chasing me around the house. This is not the holiday I'd booked. (laughs) You gave me rain. I'm a cat. I want sunshine. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well. Yeah, but it was saying about colds and not very well. Oh God! When I was um, got to, I found the worst time ever to sneeze. It's awful. It's like um, I, I, when I was cleaning my teeth, and then uh, you, you have you ever sneezed when you clean your teeth? It's no, not no, good. Ian. This is this it's is a unique one to you, I think. Oh no! Yeah. Well, all the all the toothpaste goes up your nose. Yeah, when you sneeze because you try, and oh, it's horrible. So you end up burning your nose with all the toothpaste. And all this is an advantage of a it. podcast, listeners. It means you don't actually get the visual of what Ian is describing. Oh. <laughs> but at least you can pretend that you, the toothpaste is snow, getting ready for Christmas. You're, you're, you're flying snow all over us. Oh, you're in too much pain. You imagine, <laughs> you imagine how someone putting an extra strong mint up your nose or something like that. It'd be like, it's just a burning sensation. You don't want to be, oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's just. Well, it, at least it came up through the facial end and not other parts of the, the anatomy. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's another time you don't want to sneeze actually, when you want them to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we won't get too much into that. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Bad times to sneeze. I tell you. Uh, but um, all right, well, we'll get on and play our first song. Um, well, this this will come up a bit in the gig guide as well. But um, Katie Brooks is playing down the assembly rooms on uh, 
Friday nights. You know, uh, great choice of gigs in Glastonbury as usual. But uh, Katie's an absolutely brilliant musician, and I was I was telling them all about her at work, and um, and they're always sort of skeptical when I uh, do when I play them some music because they think it's really loud and punky. And I played him Katie, and one of the girls at work was looking to book a ticket after I was playing her some of her music. So, um, yeah, it'd be a great night down the assembly rooms. I think there, there, there aren't that many tickets left now, actually. Uh, that'd be a gig for me where t- too much uh, noise sometimes. I, I like a quiet gig these days. So, yeah, I, I'm going to check her out, actually. I don't know much about her music. Uh, yeah. That's what the podcast is all about. Yeah, go and check her out. This is... Uh, uh, Gonna Let Her Go uh, by Katie Brooks. Take me to the holy water Never gonna let her go
let her go. So we played uh, Katie Brooks and then a track after that, uh, that was by Crazy Legs uh, called Be Something. Um, so uh, good stuff there. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, some great music on this weekend and um, I'm off to a punk gig on uh, Saturday uh, in, in Glastonbury. Very rarely have punk gigs in Glastonbury. Great lineup. Sadly, blunders have pulled out of it um, due to illness. But, you know, you've got to get used to that a bit our days but um 
Yeah, I was I was thinking and reminiscing about uh, sort of good, great punk gigs we've been to. Have you been to many in the past? Yeah, I, I guess I have really. I miss. We, we talked about the gigs that we missed, where yeah. uh, we spoke about. I spoke about uh, uh, New, New Order, um, uh, and and that was uh, a gig uh, in New York that I missed. But one I went to was um, I was staying with uh, an old university friend of mine, Diane, in Boston, and I was always looking out for gigs, and I just saw this gig advertised when it was the opposite of not knowing who new order was this next act that i it's probably one of my favorite gigs and i can still as i'm talking to you now i can still feel the gig in my face uh, i'm doing it now and <laughs> and and the and so for everyone uh, listening what i'm doing is i'm feeling my tooth because at this gig uh, a person landed on my head uh, as they were jumping off the stage and they landed on my head. I crunched my teeth and it's taken a chip out of the tooth. Uh-huh. And I always rub that chip out my, on my tooth and I can feel that sharp sensation. And it reminds me of this gig from 1982. Anyway, it was this matinee children's concert with a very child-friendly group called Public Image Limited. <laughs> and I went to the matinee performance in Boston on my own because my friend didn't want to go. And, um, and, and then uh, John, John Lydon came on stage with his Union Jack and he goes, well, children, what have we in store for you today? And Jar Wobble was in the bass, knocking not, uh, in the band, knocking out the bass lines, and it is quite literally one of the best gigs I have been to. Probably the best. They were on form. They were really funky. So that is one of my favourite punk gigs. I guess they weren't really punk, new wave, but still brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was his own thing. Well, you know, still had the attitude and that really. Um, I mean, one of one of the best ones I ever went to was um, well, probably best similar to you, best ever. Uh, was on a really, really hot summer's night uh, up in Bristol. And it was a, a postponed gig uh, um, from um, uh, The Clash, who were touring um, the Combat Rock album. And uh, uh, they originally postponed it from earlier in the year when Joe Strummer did his runner. And it was like they told him to go and hide and he hid too well. Uh, so so they could create a bit of a scandal and no one could find him. And I think he was spotted uh, uh, doing the Paris Marathon. Uh, that's where some, they, they found him. Uh, anyway, they re- rearranged the tour and they ended up playing uh, the Anson Rooms up in uh, Bristol, uh, the, the old, sorry, Locarno uh, in Bristol, uh, which is where the old studio used to be up near the ice skating ring. And... Um, Oh, it was one of the hottest nights ever as well on, on, on record. And it was just boiling. And of course they came on stage and absolutely blitzed it. It was amazing. And they played for about two and a half hours solid as well. No, you know, no breaks, just, you know, you, you were jumping up and down. And then after about every third song, people would just come out of the crowd to get their breath back. And then they go back in the crowd uh, for the next song or something like that, you know, it's just, but yeah, it's one of the best gigs I've ever been to. And yeah. Well, I- I did say that as well. Saw a clash at Lewisham Odeon. It was one of those uh, gigs that we always thought was going to be trouble because the National Front were playing Dirty Tricks in South East London. And it was it was a Bristol link to it, actually, which made me think of it, um, where the, the great Mikey Dredd 
uh, was support to the Clash, uh, who was amazing doing dub reggae, Bristol, Bristol uh, dub artist, and he was amazing. And the Clash came on at Lewis Shimodin, which was in danger of closing. And again, they were on on brilliant form. That's when London Calling came out, and that yeah, was an yeah. awesome gig. So that was another one of my favourites. And loved people seeing like Penetration. Saw them. Um, missed the X-ray specs. Did you ever see them? No, I never saw X-ray specs. Um, I used to love Stiff Little Fingers. I saw them quite a bit as well. But um, yeah, you, still, you still see them, don't you? You saw yeah, them in the union gig, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we saw, saw them a while back. Um, but saying about Mikey Dread, he was a question on Pointless yesterday. <laughs> yeah I, I was like yes it did was, you get the right uh, answer oh yeah yeah it was well like they, they, you had to yeah it's when they what put was... these these six uh different uh people up and you had to guess it was like um dub reggae uh you know d- 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 dub reggae stars and like of course mikey dread was on there and they had a list of other ones and he was yeah, it's where you had to guess the one was pointless. And, of course, he scored because, like, he, you know, a few people knew he was. So, But, yeah, no, that's why. So I when you got the answer me. right, you actually scored a point, which means you weren't. No, 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 I didn't. I I said, you know, I said to Karen, oh, I know he'll score a point. And there was uh, another two on there, and I got the two pointless ones. So Which was? I can't even remember now. I got, well, I can't po- even well, that remember. genuinely is pointless, Ian. What, what is the point of making that point well, exactly. when you don't know the point? That was pointless. pointless. So, so exactly. So I've won. <laughs> anyway. So let, let, let's talk about a punk group that you would like to reform again. Who would you like to... If you could reform a group that you've not seen before or you've missed uh, from the punk times, from the 70s and early 80s, who would you like to see? Well, you, are you on about ones who could reform again? or No, no, it could be living or not. Or, living or not. Yeah. Well, I, could, I couldn't say the Ramones because I saw the Ramones so many times. Uh, but it, no, it'd have to be the Clash because uh, for me, their greatest ever band, you know, just to ever walk the planet. So, um, you know, for me, it would be them. I'd like to have seen uh, Magazine with Pete Shelley in it. Yeah. I, I love Shot by Both Sides. Great record. Love to have seen Magazine. <clears throat> Great. So we're going to play. Uh, we've got a new track now um, by Average Family. Um, this is a, a track by uh, Benjar, who was in UKID, and he's uh, put this track together with two of the guys from The Septic Stars. So, uh, you know, they've worked on that. So, we'll play two tracks this and then uh, Riser by UKID because it's my birthday this weekend, and uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite bands. So, I'm going to play them anyway because uh, it's one of my favorite tracks. And then we'll have uh, the interview with Pat and Pusher. So uh, here we go. This is uh, Average Family, uh, level 9,000. Shit that we have If they doubt us, then we'll doubt them Show them we can reach never 9,000 Boy, it's time What's up, man? They show them the shit that we have If they doubt us, then we'll doubt them Show them we can reach never 9,000 
I'm very interested to test your skill. Six, 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 pass a pain. I bring the fire. Pass me the mic, I spit flames on my Dara. One punch, call me Saitama. So messed up like Nina's father. I'm a top of Sparta, always aiming higher. When I'm eating, I'll be any love, he eats faster. All right, the hero, the after. Cola smashes, here's my father. Forms clean, straight show name with a dream team. I'm a South Sea, Gucci, a breed, new Akatsuki. I swear one day we'll be a car game one. Till then, I'm a support band and above average, you know, be with a band. We're making music, it's just not you do. Like Kakibushi, no juicy.
Okay, I'm I'm here with uh, the the guys from Pat and Pusher. How's it all going? Really good, thank you. Excellent. Thanks for having us on. No, no, thanks, thanks very much for doing this. Uh, really looking forward to um, uh, seeing you at Glastonbury on Friday. Yeah, yes. so close now. The tours come round so quick. We can't wait. Yeah, um, I mean, you guys have been well. I mean, you know, you got signed up by Midnight Mango before um, the lockdown, and it, it must have been gutting to have to stop gigs when you're sort of like on the threshold or something really did feel like that didn't it yeah yeah it's nice to be able to go out and play now again though there was also all the sort of will it happen will it not happen there was a few of those kind of events which got postponed a few times but uh yeah so it's nice to actually be finally doing it again but it feels like yeah over lockdown though somehow we've we've come out kind of in a better position which is crazy which we had no idea we would we kind of you know thought when it first started this is this is going to be terrible but actually you know we've got management now and um got a really good sort of team around us and so yeah things are looking up and we can't wait this is the you're the first stop on our tour at glastonbury yeah i know really looking forward to it and and and, you know excited with the new releases as well definitely yeah this is the first kind of body of music that we'll be putting out so there's an ep coming out in a couple of weeks um so we've not done that before so that's going to be really interesting to see how people kind of consume an ep uh, rather than just putting singles out yeah and it's done really well like happy place um our latest single got on radio two for a couple of weeks um which was amazing like we're all absolutely buzzing off that still um and it's been made into a radio four kind of advert um instrumental um so yeah the the response to that's been incredible it's been played in like premier league football stadiums and sports stadiums f1 all over the country and <laughs> we can't really believe how how well it's gone down really um the latest single really feels like we're, we're on to something a bit bit bigger which is great that's fantastic i mean I'm, well you're saying it about it getting played in different places what's the most exciting place for you guys it's got played mm-hmm. I love it being in the Premier League stadiums because I watch a lot of football. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the other guys don't really get why I sort of like jump for joy when I heard it behind the managers doing their interviews. I mean, that's pretty cool to be fair. Right? So when, <laughs> yeah. when your friends are sending it to you and, and you can hear it in the stadium, I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's just mad. Really. 50,000 people like all just milling around a stadium and our tunes yeah. playing to them. It's awesome. Even oh. just to see it on Spotify being in like F1, you know, yeah. like. It was really strange tagging those people on Instagram the other day and you just see like the millions of followers that they obviously have. Yeah. And uh, the fact that all of that is coming towards us is just mad, really. Yeah, that's wicked. And, and you're well known for your snappy videos. I think uh, that's that's what I would say with them. I actually yeah. keep coming up with the ideas for them. <laughs> well, the latest one actually um, come, came from a, a company that we worked with who uh, from Exeter. Yeah. Um, and they actually had uh, a film last year, a short film. They got actually won the BFI short film of the year. They were on so, BBC um, Two and stuff, weren't they? And, yeah. Uh, they've been shown quite a few it's, times on national TV. It's and, in America now. I think. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a really good company and lovely guys to work with. And they've just got this kind of aesthetic to them, really fit our vibe at the moment, that kind of retro thing. Um, and it just... They just came up with this idea and oh, it was brilliant as well. They gave us this little cartoon version of it before we got that. I've never seen one of those. What are they called? Like a, a, um, it was called a Crapstomatic. Crapstomatic. Well, they did this, uh, like South Park characters, but us. Yeah. And it was so great. Uh, but anyway, that was just a little insight. But yeah, it was, it was such a cool video. We love working on it. We'd love to do something with them again. Yeah, I know. But, but you know, even before that, your videos were quite good. And they, they always have 
a lot of humour and colour and all that into him. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, we want to bring a bit of joy to people, I guess, and like have a bit of fun because I like, you know, that's what makes us happy. So we like to kind of share that with the world. Yeah, we're quite bouncy people, and <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's something that you see within the band. We're not, you're not going to find us being all like moody and sullen on stage. And that's or that's certainly what that. you'll you'll see that at the gig as well. Yeah, for sure, the energy will be will be high. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been putting in a lot of rehearsal time for the tour. Just right now, we were just yeah. working out the ones and twos. <laughs> the ones and yeah. twos. Maybe the threes and fours. Can't yeah. Quite get <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've been practicing a lot and um, we've had a busy summer. So a lot of it, I suppose, is kind of building on that. Yeah, we're like riding the waves of that at the moment. And um, yeah, it was crazy into summer, wasn't it? Just like did two shows at Broadmasters Festival, two shows at Beautiful Days, um, did like Altitude Festival and had the best crowd. Just looking back on that, Ben did a video for us um, and like all the highlights almost. And you can see it on our Instagram or Facebook. And it's just so fun to see how great summer was after all that rubbish COVID times. It's just, yeah, what a, what a summer we had. Buzzing from it still, really. Yeah, I know. And like you're saying about being in Premier League stadiums, I mean, is there any chance you can get out and do a... Do, do a performance of the track on a pitch or something like that before a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they do in like Super Bowl, like a halftime show yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think they're quite weird and they usually have like brass bands or something. But yeah, I think yeah. Well, yeah. Well, who knows? I, I, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen bands do it and that, you know, they, they do, you know, they, they don't, it tends to get played over the channel and they tend to just mime, but, or, <laughs> you know. Be funny actually. I've never done a miming gig or anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> Try that out. Top of the pop style. Yeah. Yeah. People you... have told me terrible miming though. I, I, I over my mouth. I'm like, happy place. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd have to acquire to do that. I don't think I've got cut it yet, Ian. Oh, wicked! And when, when the uh, EP comes out, is it is it going to be? Are you going to do a physical copy of it as well? We are. Yeah. So we've actually got them on the order, so they will hopefully be with us in a few days. Um, but yeah, we've we've designed a little kind of six panel thing. So it's got the lyrics in there as well. Um, yeah, that's yeah, we'll the some... first thing we've done. That, that's been like a yeah. physical. CD. We're gonna do some signed copies and stuff at the gigs, um, things like that. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be a, it really will, it'll be a nice little special pack, package because I know some people don't really use CDs as much these days. But I think it'll be a really fun little thing to collect as well, even if you haven't got a CD. Totally. Player, but yeah, it's gonna be great. We made a little joke about it actually on our website about how um, you know you should just buy it as a. An investment for when CDs come back around. Yeah, again. <laughs> like vinyl. Yeah. yeah. In twenty years' time, CDs yeah, will be CDs really trendy or something. Thing. You know. Someone yeah. brought about mini for a little while. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're saying that about vinyl. You know, there's a world shortage of vinyl at the moment, isn't there? Because of... yeah, yeah, they can't they can't make it fast enough. Yeah, yeah. No, they were saying because I think there's a lot of big album releases coming out in November, so. Sort of a lot yeah. of the up and coming acts, or even the smaller acts, are struggling to get vinyl. So, uh, yeah, but, um, no, no, it's, it's good. And um, you know, after the tour, what what are your plans uh, after the tour? Then, got quite a few plans actually. So we're going to do some more recording, get get ready for next year, and then we're off to the Alps uh, to do a tour. Um, so yeah, yeah, across across some of the ski slopes and stuff. They felt like um, they have gigs on and all these different venues and outside like 
ski bars and stuff um so yeah we're gonna have a little tour around there and then it's gonna be a massive adventure for us yeah i can't wait we've got the van we're gonna go traveling abroad with it which we can't wait um, and then <laughs> never yeah, done that before so then we'll probably be jumping straight into a spring tour so it's kind of yeah. non-stop <laughs> yeah literally we'll have a little breather over christmas and then on the 27th we'll be back in the van again straight out <laughs> oh wicked wicked so you, you are you all like full-time with us now then virtually uh, yeah, yeah like, so we're uh we're all musicians so um on we're kind of we do a lot of tu- tutoring as well yeah um so on the days that we're not gigging or recording or just rehearsing then, then we're doing that as well yeah, teaching and um yeah ben runs the studio here as well which is where we record and rehearse ben does well the ben does like artwork and things <laughs> for, like freelancing so yeah you kind of it's called a portfolio career isn't it where you do bits and bobs of everything keep yeah. it all, keep yourself afloat somehow <laughs> brilliant all right well that's that's wicked well i'm really looking forward to seeing you guys on friday it's going to be a, see you on friday it's going to be a fun one and uh, we all have smiles on our faces after i'm sure yes cheers no tell, <laughs> tell everyone in glastonbury about it yeah oh, we'll about <laughs> cheers mate thank you thank you Got red eyes again What a sight Now the light is not my friend Broke another rule Now the scene is set For another fight with you Outside the people are working I'm at home while they keep the world turning
Okay, uh, that track was uh, Happy Place by Pat and Pusher. Hope you enjoyed the interview with them. I'm really, really excited um, to go to the gig on Friday night and see them with Shoto Dato supporting as well. So that's going to be a bit of a cracker and uh, really, really looking forward to that. I just got got a look that Katie Brooks is playing the same night and I'm like, oh, it's like... um, you know, hard decision, but I'd already got tickets for that one before I found out about Katie. So I think that made my decision for me. But as as patron of Glastonbury Calling, you could just pretend it's a doctor dot and just wander from the King Arthur to the assembly rooms. No, no, no trouble for you. Yeah, I'm not... your, your Glastonbury Calling wristband, you'll be in. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, I'd, I'd just say, oh yeah, is this Glastonbury Calling? Exactly. Yeah, you're a month too late, but hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say I've come up to interview Katie. So uh, yeah, exactly. You're in. <laughs> no, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, but we've got some good stuff on um, the weekend. So that's that's the that's the Friday. Uh, as we said, the punk gig we're off to. I interviewed Sinful Maggie uh, on uh, Monday's show, and they're playing along with setbacks and hatsaw. Um, but um, obviously, blunders have pulled out, so I don't know if they're going to get a replacement uh, in for them. Um, uh, another great thing on on Saturday night, which uh, we both really want to talk about. Well, it's on Saturday daytime uh, from twelve o'clock at the Red Brick Building. Uh, is the uh, Black History Month? Um, so um, they, you know um, they're doing quite a lot of stuff there. You've got the list up, haven't you? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's the third year. Last year didn't happen for obvious reasons, and it, it's brilliantly put together by the Somerset Multicultural Association whose patron Eden Simpson is a huge star in my view. Uh, Thank you to Eden for always putting on a wonderful family event which mixes everything from black history through to just having a fun day. That's what it's all about. It kicks off from 12 o'clock and there's an opening speech and uh, it will go right the way through to about four o'clock in the afternoon. At the morning side of it, or the early afternoon, there's kids' workshops and storytelling, which will run throughout the day with uh, Pete the Poet, who I don't know. Um, And then from one till two o'clock is uh, African dance workshop. That's always great fun. I I remember one year seeing uh, Marlon uh, doing some um, African drumming. uh, Oh, wicked. uh, And I think that's what got him uh, into his love of uh, drums uh, and it was just wonderful to see so it's a really good way of getting into music and and and, and learning from from you from everybody and, and bringing diversity into the red brick building and getting a spirit of understanding and love it's not difficult in Glastonbury is it but it is really really good the highlight really you've got at two o'clock uh, to 2:45 is David Nine Lunas, which I'm delighted yeah. he, he's played before. And that's the last time I saw him pre-pandemic was at the Red Brick Building for Black History Month and in their second year. And I was wondering, is he still playing? So I really can't wait to catch him playing again. Um, has, he got, has he got new music? What, what's going on? I, I really don't know what's going on with him. Last time I saw him was um, uh, during the pandemic. I was I was driving around, delivering around Bruton because... Uh, uh, him and Molly live in Bruton, and I just saw him walking around uh, um, uh, one of the streets up in Bruton, 
as he does, just playing his guitar and singing while he's walking around like someone would walk a dog. So it's, you know, typical David, you know, he's quite eccentric fellow anyway, isn't he? He's a troubadour. That's that's what he is. And yeah. very, very talented as well. So, and I think it's great to see, you know, see him playing in the afternoon as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing him and hopefully I'll be there and hopefully we can report back and, and find out if he's got new music for us. And then the, the day will close between three and four with some steel pan drums and workshop. And that's typical, typically Caribbean. One of my favorite instruments is an, is an artist called Anthony Joseph, who is originally from the Caribbean, UK based, but now living in Holland. And he mixes Caribbean calypso with steel pan uh, and a bit of jazz and reggae and does poetry over the top of it. Um, I love hearing the steel pan. So I just having that sound in the background will get me into the sunny, sunny feel. Uh, it's a really good event, Black History Month. It's a great way to ask questions, get answers and just to enjoy all of the community coming together. We should be doing it every day of the year, not just for one month, of course. No, 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 for sure. For sure. You know, um, we, we've got to do, a, you know, everything, bring all different aspects of the community together, really. You know, hopefully, um, hopefully uh, it'll educate a few people in that as well, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. And, I, and a shout out also for Mahalia, who is at the Mahalia Street Kitchen in Street. She's got an, a beautiful cafe there serving Caribbean food. And she's bringing her some food down to the car park entrance at the Red Brick building as well. So we can get a taste of local Caribbean food and delicacies. So that will be a treat as well. OK, uh, that's that's brilliant. Thanks very much for that. Um uh, yeah, but that's about the gigs for the week. So um, yeah, well, well, it's, you know, it's my birthday this weekend, so you know, really looking forward to uh, getting out, and uh, hopefully, I'll be recovered enough to um, uh, go out. And- <laughs> we what what we really should be doing, don't you think, is that uh, we should have um, a, a punk musical chairs. So when the music stops, rather than sitting down, you've got a pogo. Yeah. You sit, you sit down, but when the music stops, you've got a pogo. So we reverse it. And I think you'd be pretty good at that, Ian, especially as it's your birthday. Yeah, I probably won't know what's going on by uh, by you know by the time I'm in the middle of that gig on Saturday. Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Happy All birthday. Right. Yeah, well, thank, thanks a lot, Jem. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the interviews, and uh, we'll see you next week. What you are given, you can keep. You've got to make a present of yourself. But just like the
There's only the pr- 